Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, Episode 76, Seven Free and Easy Ways to Give Your Podcast New Life. Hello, I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. And I hope that after last week's episode, number 75, that you have more of the guts now to actually podcast and to stick with it and do what it is that you need to keep podcasting. And this week, I want to take that a little bit further by talking about ways that you can give your podcast new life and new civilization to boldly podcast where no podcast has podcast before. No, not quite. Well, actually, no, that is true. That is very true because last week we talked about podcasting boldly. And today we're talking about seeking out new life for your podcast. Maybe next time we'll talk about new civilizations for your podcast or new audiences. But there are a lot of things that we do as podcasters that might not be the best way to do things, or it's something that we found works, and then we get into it, and then our pattern becomes a rut, and we often lack creativity. It's not always the case, but sometimes, and some of you podcasters out there know exactly what I'm talking about. You've got this podcast that is a passion, and it remains a passion of yours, but sometimes you struggle with your podcast, or sometimes you feel like your podcast just isn't going somewhere. Even though you're passionate about the topic, you've got an active community, you enjoy podcasting, it might be a struggle. And sometimes even if you have plenty of content, I've talked before about ways that you can find content for your podcast. So maybe it's not even a matter of content, but you just feel like your podcast is doing great, but it needs to be better. And not better in a production perspective, but better in just a life perspective. This is springtime. It's new to springtime. And last Sunday was also Easter. And Easter symbolizes many, many things, both in in different religions and pagan religions and Christianity. It represents a lot of things in general. A common theme between all of these different ways of celebrating Easter, or whatever you want to call it, a common theme is new life. So that's why I want to focus on having new life for your podcast, because sometimes that's what our podcast needs. It's not that we need content. It's not that we need something to be fixed. It's not that we need to stop our passion or try and find a new passion, sometimes it just needs that new spark of life in the podcast to give it a new life. So I've got seven ways, and these are free and easy ways. I'll give you some bonus tips later on some things that would cost money for giving your podcast new life, but these are free and easy ways to give your podcast new life. Number one, add a new segment. If you have a podcast that includes segments, or maybe you don't even have segments, consider adding one or adding something new. 
I do this a lot with the ramen noodle, my clean comedy podcast, that when I first started it, it was originally just my telling stories that I interjected humor and there was something about the story that was funny. And throughout the life of the podcast, it's kind of always been that that feel that we tell stories or that we we relate to people and we do it in a funny way. And that's where the comedy comes from, not just two guys sitting around telling jokes all day. So we we try to be naturally funny. But when I first started it, it was just stories. And when I decided I wanted to do it weekly, I knew I wouldn't always have a full story. And I listened to all of these other podcasts, and one of them being the Nobody's Listening Clean Comedy Podcast over at podcast.nlcast.com. And they had these different segments. And I was also listening to a show back then by my good friend, Eric J. Fisher. He used to do a comedy podcast called WBR Show. And they also had segments. And I was already doing these couple different little things on the side, like my what I called random noodle updates, which were just funny things that happened to me recently, like news updates. And I decided I'm going to turn that into a segment and invent these other segments for my podcast. If you're familiar with my Clean Comedy Podcast, by the way, that's over at cleancomedypodcast.com, you'll know that occasionally, he hasn't shown up so much recently, but occasionally I have this character called Sergeant Packet, which is a drill sergeant in bachelor boot camp, where he gives these tips for bachelors. Some of the tips are kind of uh, not so actual of tips, and some of them are just pet peeves that I've seen or I've felt as being a bachelor. But I invented that segment because I was practicing for some drama that I was going to be in, and I was practicing different voices and coming up with things. And then I came up with this one voice like that. I thought, oh, wait, that sounds kind of like a drill sergeant. That would be kind of cool to have like a, a drill sergeant part of my podcast. So I made this segment. It's not something I've stuck with in the most recent episodes because I just haven't develop content for it. But we have other segments for our podcast. So adding a new segment or adding a segment can give you great new life for your podcast. It doesn't have to be a full-blown segment. It could just be one tiny little thing in your podcast. And you can come up with segments that are very specific to the topic that you cover in your podcast. But here are some general ideas of things that you could consider as segments for your podcast, almost no matter what you podcast about. Industry news, it could just be one thing that stood out to you about in your industry. You could say, like for me, if I wanted to share industry news regularly, I might say, it's actually official now. iTunes cover art specs are now 1200 by 1200. I predicted this several episodes ago. It's now written into their specs as they're recommended. And that's it. That could be my industry news. You could review something. It depends on your podcast, but you might have something that you could review. And that could be a segment, short, sweet, simple review or opinion piece on something. You could highlight a listener, like maybe just send a couple questions or a few questions to a listener. They could be comedy questions or serious questions and a way that you can incorporate your community into this. Number four under this point is you could consider having a miniature tip. If you have a, a a teaching kind of podcast like this, where I have, I teach you how to do things with podcasting, 
you might get into something really in-depth or have some long outline or something, but also consider just a nice quick tip at the beginning or at the end or at some point in your podcast. I would recommend it somewhere consistent. And that can be a great segment that people will look forward to. Notice, I haven't done Audacity tips in this podcast for a while. And I've gotten plenty of emails that people miss that. And what I'm just finding is there's not time to include them in the podcast, especially now that I'm trying to keep the podcast episodes shorter. However, I have something else planned in the future for the Audacity tips. So don't worry, they're coming back someday. Uh, You could even do a regular joke, even if you have serious content. I listen to the Boag World web design podcast. They've been on hiatus for a little while, but one of the things they've almost always done for as long as I can remember is at the end of the podcast, the co-host will share a joke. It's not always a geeky joke and certainly not always a web design joke, but usually it's some kind of joke that would appeal to geeks. Sometimes it's a pun joke, whatever. And the whole podcast is about web design. But then there's this joke at the very end, and people love the joke. They'll stick around for the joke, even though they're not always that great. It's a nice highlight to the episode, and it gives the podcast new life in that little sense, just a tiny little segment. You could also have something like the best resource or resources of the week. Maybe there was one thing that stood out to you or a few things that stood out to you that you discovered that are great things that you can share with your listeners. These and many more things could be new segments for your podcast to bring it new life. It could be one minute. It could be 10 minutes. It could be half your podcast. You could split your podcast into three different segments. This is a way to give your life and to give your podcast new life. Number two. So number one, add a new segment. Number two, change your opening or closing. If you don't have a standard opening or closing to your podcast, Make one now because this helps brand your podcast. It lets people know what to expect in your opening and in your closing. It's giving people something to remember or something to do at the end of your podcast. So even if you have one, is it consistent? Is it something memorable for people? If you look at each of my podcasts, you'll notice that we start about the same way and end about the same way. In the Audacity podcast, I open and close the same way and I use some of the same things. At the beginning of the podcast, I always say hello in some way. I greet you and I introduce myself and I tell you what the podcast is about and then I either tell you what kind of content to expect or I just jump right into the content and introduce it briefly. And then when I close the episode, you know that I give you the show notes, I tell you where you can follow me, how you can contact me for feedback, and any other important last-minute information. And then I always end by saying, what is it I say? Say it with me now. Now that I've given you the guts and taught, given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thanks for listening. That's the way I always end it. I don't have that written down that I read off the screen. It's just, I always end it that way. The same thing like with the Ramen Noodle Clean Comedy Podcast. At the end, we almost always say, next time time life makes you feel like an amateur, keep laughing because you're not the only one. Thanks for listening. For our podcast about Once Upon a Time, the TV show, over at oncepodcast.com, we like to end with some kind of funny quotation from the episode. 
So one of the most memorable ones, I think, was from the second episode, which said where Rumpelstiltskin is saying to the evil queen, you know what you love, now go kill it. So that's how we ended the podcast episode is we said, you know what you love, now go kill it. Thanks for listening. And it's just, it's part of our personality in the podcast that we're a little bit more lighthearted like that. But you could have something more serious or whatever. It could be it could be whatever you want it to be that helps brand your podcast and gives your audience something to remember you by. Here are some ideas for your opening, things that you could change to give your podcast new life. You could change your theme music. You could change your opening script. I would put quotation marks around that. Or you could write a new one or come up with something new for how you're, you introduce your podcast. Introduce yourself and describe the podcast. Come up with some standard ways of doing this or maybe change them as your podcast changes over time. For your closing, you could add or change any of this information. Your contact information, your show notes URL, uh, remind them who you are because they might forget while they're listening to the podcast. And give them something to do. We call this a call to action at the end of your podcast. You tell them, go to this, go here, do this, do that, whatever. Or you could make some kind of closing quotation or pull something relevant from your content, just like I was talking about that we do with our multiple podcasts. Or like with our podcast, Are You Just Watching?, which has been on hiatus for a little while. We end by saying again who we are, saying thanks for listening. The music comes up and then it goes dun, 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 dun. And there's a pause. And then my co-host, which is usually Eve Franklin, will say, and thanks, and, and don't just watch. And then the rest of the outro finishes. So these are ways that you could change or improve, and it can give your podcast a whole new life to it, a whole different feel, just based even on the music that you use. Obviously, you wouldn't use some kind of hard rock music if you're having the Recovering from the Death of a Loved One podcast. No, it wouldn't work. Or... Or if we had some sappy, teary, sad music for a comedy podcast, it just doesn't work. So music can help a lot to set the tone and mood for your podcast. So maybe changing your music will help give your podcast new life or change in any of these other ways that you start or end your podcast. So number one, add a new segment. Number two, change your opening or closing. Number three, rewrite your goals or description. Sometimes when we write the description for our podcast, or if we write podcasting goals, which I really recommend, you have some kind of goals for your podcast. Why are you podcasting? What do you hope to accomplish? These don't have to be business goals or monetary goals or anything like that. Just what are your goals? What do you want to do with your podcast? Why are you podcasting? And your description, and you should have written a description of some sort in the beginning. This is what iTunes and other podcast directories see. When you first write that, how long ago did you write that, really? And does it still fit your podcast? Go back to that description and see if it's still accurate. If not, rewrite it. And you may also see that what you rewrite into your description will influence how you podcast. And if you don't already have some goals, write some goals. And then whenever you work on an episode, 
look at ways that that episode can reach those goals. They don't always have to align, but most of the time it would be good if they do align that this podcast is helping you reach this goal or helping serve this purpose or helping spread this content, whatever your goals are. When I started the Audacity to Podcast, it was about podcasting and Audacity. Yes, I wanted it to be different from the other podcasts about podcasting because there are several out there and they're very good and by very good friends of mine now. But I wanted to be the podcaster who approached things from an audacity perspective and having a different background from many others. But later on, as I started to produce more and more content and episodes, I started to realize that my niche was really this how-to information, getting in-depth in a subject and describing exactly how to do it. So instead of telling you, go to this address, I tell you how to get there. I give you the directions to that address. And that's been my niche. And so I rewrote my description. I forget what my original description was, but I rewrote my description and came up with this great tagline too for search engine optimization. I now say the Audacity to Podcast is a how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. That very simple rewriting of my tagline and also how my description then amplifies that tagline gave the Audacity to Podcast new life and it helps me in every episode or every time I get ready to prepare an episode to think what kind of how-to information am I going to share? And that focusing has been extremely well-received, very, very well-received of focusing on that. So rewrite your goals or make some goals if you don't have them and consider rewriting your description and then starting to keep your podcast within that focus. I listen to a lot of different podcasts on certain subjects like a a particular subject and then multiple podcasts on that same subject. And I read the reviews of these different podcasts and many of them will say things like they get so off topic with this or, or all of these other things like that, where basically the hosts are getting off topic and that kind of stuff detracts from their brand. You could say, well, it's their personality, but only to an extent is it their personality. People come to listen to the content primarily. Personality helps with the presentation of the content. So sticking to a goal or description can help make sure that your podcast is at its optimal flow and giving the information people want the most. So number one, start a new segment. Number two, change your opening or closing. Number three, rewrite your goals or description. Number four, invite a guest. Find someone who has something to contribute or simply shares your passions and you can invite them as a guest and have a conversation with them or they can bring their own content or you can interview them. Three basic ways really to have a co-host or a guest on your show as they be a part of the conversation, they bring their own topic or you interview them. Those are the three basic ways. You could say there are some other ways, but it comes down to those three ways. 
for my clean comedy podcast, my co-host Jeremy and I have done this many times in the past, especially a couple years ago when I was getting married. I wanted to have episodes out in the feed while I was down preparing to get married, then getting married, then the honeymoon, and then settling back in. I wanted to have these episodes out at the same time and not just have a month or so of silence. I think I also had some kind of advertising deal at the moment, and I wanted to make sure that I stuck to that contract and would also get paid for those ads. I think that's the case. So what Jeremy and I did is instead of trying to come up with six episodes of content in two weeks, we decided to reach out and invite a bunch of guests to be with us. Because, yes, we could have some of our own content, but it could only go so far within a short amount of time. So we invited some guests to be a part of it, and we pre-recorded several episodes. Those guests brought new life and new content to the podcast. And frequently, we're still looking at who could we invite as a new guest who could give this podcast some new life and just new perspective on things. Your guests don't have to be permanent. You don't have to consider that you're looking for a co-host, unless that's what you want. But it could just be someone who simply has a different perspective on your content and someone that is good at talking back and forth with you, not someone who will just say, yep, yep, mm mm-hmm, yeah. Your podcast won't go very far if that's the kind of guest that you find, but someone who can converse with you And you get that back and forth. So number one, add a new segment. Number two, change your opening or closing. Number three, rewrite goals or description. Number four, invite a guest. Number five, rearrange your studio. Whatever your studio is, is it really the best for you now? When I first started my podcasting, it was just me And I had a microphone on a little stick that came with my computer. And that was it. I, at some point, made a pop filter, which worked all right with some pantyhose and a metal hanger. But it was super cheap. But it worked. And I did that in a certain corner of my studio. I'm still in the same studio, still have the same desk. But it was it was very much designed for one person to be podcasting. Then I added a co-host. Uh, around that same time, I started Are You Just Watching, which involved Eve Franklin and myself in the podcast. And also around that time, I think, was when I had Jeremy come on as a co-host to The Ramen Noodle. So then I had this awkward setup of, uh, imagine a Z, this is the best way to think of it, imagine a Z where you have a chair at each end of the Z, and the chairs are both facing straight along those lines. So I'm facing, I'll put this in directional ways, I'm facing south, my co-host is facing north. So if I want to look at my co-host, I have to look away from my computer sideways over toward them. And if I want to show them on something on my, show them something on my computer, well, that was hopeless because they were looking at the back of my computer. 
it wasn't quite a head to head thing. It was a, it was just really odd. It, kind of, kind of the thing where if you spun the room, we'd both be facing the same directions. We we were in an optimal position to be spun, I guess. But it didn't work very well. And then that was just one co-host. Then my wife Jenny started joining us for the ramen noodle, and that was two co-hosts then. And that made it even more awkward because she would be even farther from my site. And it would be a lot harder to talk to her and harder for my co-host too because he'd have to go back and forth between his microphone and I would have to look way over in order to see her. Didn't work very well. So all I did in the studio is just moved the furniture around, worked with the space and with the furniture I have. I didn't upgrade any furniture at all. I didn't buy a new chair, anything like that. I just worked with what I had, moved things around, and now it works a whole lot better. Now two co-hosts can sit across from me. I can move my big 24-inch monitor off to the side so they can see what's on it too. And then I have a couch nearby where my wife can sit or I can have up to three additional co-hosts. So we could have a podcast with up to six people if I had that many microphones because of this new setup. And that gave us new life. It made podcasting easier for us and it made the podcast flow a bit better because it was easier for each of us to see each other. So look at rearranging your studio. If you've ever moved furniture for your wife, your mother, your sister, or yourself, or just moved furniture to someone, have you ever noticed how much different of a feel a room can have simply by rearranging the furniture? That's what I'm talking about. Your podcast can get some of that feel just by rearranging your furniture. It's really crazy that that crosses over, but it does a little bit because it can make podcasting easier for you or can make it easier for you to think while you're podcasting and thus enhance your podcast. Maybe you have a window near your podcasting studio and being able to see outside that window is very distracting for you. So rearranging your studio so you don't see out that window reduces that distraction. Or maybe it's the other way around where you feel so crammed without a window, but putting yourself near a window, then you feel more creative. It's really up to you. It's very relative, but this is something you can do and it doesn't cost you anything. The number six thing that you can do to bring new life to your podcast, rearrange your outline for your podcast. Look at the content that you share and how you present it. Maybe you can move things around a little bit and stick with it as a new pattern, not just like it sounds like you accidentally got things out of order, but it might be a better way for you to arrange your content. Like I've heard some people say that it's best to save your feedback for near the end of the episode instead of near the beginning of the episode, because if you put it near the beginning, then the new people who aren't part of your community yet will be turned off by hearing people other than you sharing their content. Now, you can agree or disagree with that, but it does bring to light the idea of just simply moving around your content might gain or lose listeners or make it easier for people to listen to. So consider rearranging how you present your content in your podcast, and it can give your podcast new life in that way that you know, I'll do A, B, C in this order. And then stick with that. 
So going through this again, number one, add a new segment. Segment number two, change your opening or closing. Number three, rewrite your goals or description. Number four, invite a guest. Number five, rearrange your studio. Number six, rearrange your outline. And number seven, record at a different time or day or set a schedule. If you have a schedule, and this is regardless of whether you are live with your podcast, I recommend that you have a schedule so you know at this time of this day, I will record my podcast. That will help you to be more consistent in releasing your episodes. And also for your listeners, most likely will get to know your release schedule and we'll know that a new podcast will be available on a certain day or around a certain time. But maybe that particular time of day isn't the best for you. Here are some examples. Maybe you podcast shortly after lunch or dinner. And what can happen if you po- try to podcast shortly after eating is you might find yourself struggling with either dry mouth or you are burping in your podcast accidentally, or maybe you're just not feeling well because of moving positions or what you ate or anything like that. Or maybe it's a time of that day that's just more stressful for you because you know, okay, I've got, I've got to finish podcasting at 2.30 and then at 3 o'clock I need to leave to go pick up my son from school. And if that's the way it is every single day, that's going to be stressful for you. And you're not going to feel as free in your podcasting. Or consider just a different day. Now, especially if you do your podcast live, you might get a better audience if you do it at a different time or a different day. But we're going to look at this from the perspective of you're not live. Just set a schedule and make it a schedule that works for you. Because changing that schedule can make your brain function better. And a better functioning brain will result in more clarity and creativity. What do you think your podcast could do if you had more clarity and creativity in just the way your brain was working? Changing your schedule could fix that for you. So these are seven ways that are free and easy to give your podcast new life. Once again, it is number one, add a new segment. Number two, change your opening or closing. Number three, rewrite your goals or description. Number four, invite a guest. Number five, rearrange your studio. Number six, rearrange your outline. And number seven, record at a different time or day. Now these are free and easy things to do. And I'd love to hear from you if you've had some experience of things that you did that gave your podcast new life. Or if you want to talk about these things, the best way, if you want to talk about the content I've already shared, best way to do that is go to the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 76. That's the best way to converse about this content or to give new ideas or anything like that. If you want to send feedback for future episodes of the podcast, then send that to feedback at theaudacitytopodcast.com. Audio files are welcome. Or you can call in to 903-231-2221 or go to theaudacitytopodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab 
and you can record a message right from your computer and send it without even having to mess with an email. Now, let me give you some more expensive ideas. These are bonus things that could, you could do that could bring new life to your podcast. These will cost money. So just keep that in mind. Everything I've listed so far, free or almost free. These things will cost money at different levels. You could redesign your podcast cover art or hint, hint, have me design it for you. Hint, hint, podcastcoverart.com. Hint, hint. (laughs) But really, I've seen reports from Todd Cochran who has said that when he has changed the podcast cover art, he has received a 25% boost in subscribers. That's pretty amazing. Now, I'm not sure if that works for everyone in every industry, but the fact that one person credits it, credits the boost to changing his podcast cover art. And Todd Cochran, if you don't know, hosts several podcasts of his own. He's over at geeknewscentral.com. And also he's the CEO of Raw Voice, who owns Blueberry and the podcast network that I'm proudly part of, the Tech Podcast Network over at techpodcast.com. All clean, uh, clean tech shows and great podcasters there. So this is something he's found that works. It could work for you. Bringing no, more listeners brings new life, and it changes the feel of your podcast too. So redesign your cover art or hire me to design it for you. Especially, by the way, keep in mind, try and design your cover art at 1200 by 1200 now that it is officially part of the recommended spec in the iTunes descriptions. Or you could look at your equipment and upgrade something. Look at what you have and what you use in your podcasting and upgrade something that will give you some kind of new abilities. For example, maybe right now you record into your computer. Nothing wrong with that. It's a little risky sometimes, but nothing wrong with that. What if you buy an external recorder, like a Zoom H4n or a a Roland R-05 or or whatever the latest model number is, that not only gives you the ability to record away from your computer, it could do things like you could turn your computer off and record like that and see how that flows. Maybe you'd be less distracted. Or you might be able to then take the recorder with you and record more on-site kind of stuff. That might give you new life and new ideas for content if you can record anywhere. You could also do things like Upgrade your mixer. Maybe your current mixer only supports one person. Maybe you have one of those really small mixers like the Behringer 302 USB where it has one XLR jack. Upgrade your mixer to something so you can have two XLR microphones or more microphones than that. That could give you more abilities and new life because that could mean you could have a regular co-host. Upgrade your microphone. Upgrade your microphone stand even can help you. So look at the equipment you have and look at what new equipment might give you new abilities. This could be kind of pricey, yes, but worth it. You could also buy some new software that will make things easier or faster for you. Here are some of my favorites that I use every time I podcast or almost every day, many of these apps. Text Expander for OS X or Phrase Express for Windows. This is the thing where 
I can type in a couple letters and it automatically expands it out with this little boop sound. So I can have short abbreviations for a long URL or things, entire messages that I need to frequently remember, all of this stuff. And it can do some really cool things. So I, by the way, I'll have links to all of these things in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 76. You could also look at ID3 Editor, which is a $15 program for tagging your MP3 files with ID3 tags. If you're on Windows, yes, there's mp3tag.de, which is free, a great way to tag your MP3s. But I really like ID3 Editor. Here's one really simple reason why I like it and why I recommend it. It remembers things and it allows me to copy things. So whatever, whenever I release a new episode of a podcast, I copy the tags from the previous episode, paste it into the new episode, and then just change what I need to. So I don't have to go back through and fill in everything all over again. I can copy things or even just select from a drop down menu on some of these things. ID3 Editor works great, and I like it. It's worth the $15, and that's not an affiliate link, by the way. Or you could look at Pretty Link Pro, which is a WordPress plugin, and you might already have Pretty Link Lite, which helps you make links on your web- WordPress website. So I can do things like theaudacitypodcast.com slash blogworld, which is an affiliate link if you want to register for Blogworld New York City which I'll be speaking there in their podcasting track. I'd love to see you there. But if you want to register, you can go through that link. I made that link with Pretty Link. You can do that easily with Pretty Link Lite. Pretty Link Pro gives you advantages over that. Things like you can easily create a link for your new post or page while you're creating your new post or page. It's a real time saver. And I love how it groups things together. Pretty Link Pro was worth it to me. And I'm really glad that I got it. In fact, I got the developer's license so I can put it on as many sites and client sites as I want to. You could also give your WordPress site or whatever you have power in your website a facelift by upgrading the theme. Look at the awesome themes and many of them mobile friendly from StudioPress. Noodle.mx slash Genesis will get you there. StudioPress is what I use for making all of my WordPress templates. It's I because I'm a web designer, I start with something I that's very raw and I can work with and then build from there. But StudioPress has some amazing themes, child themes and different themes that you can use for your website and many of them are becoming mobile friendly. Just look for what theme says it's responsive. That means it's mobile friendly. And it will work well on tablets, on mobile devices, on desktops, and you won't have to do anything. They're really nice. But you could also look at other options from like standard theme or thesis of a way to upgrade your website and give your website new life and look more serious about what you're doing and more professional. You could also get something like a, a social media app for your smartphone or tablet or some other kind of app that will help you do things on the go that can help you podcast better or bring new life to your podcast. I recently purchased TweetBot for my new iPad as a Twitter app, and I also got TapaTalk. I've had TapaTalk for Android, and I also got it for my iPad. TapaTalk is an app that connects to forums. So for my podcast about Once Upon a Time over at oncepodcast.com, 
we have an extremely active web forum over there. In fact, I believe it's the most active forum about Once Upon a Time, dedicated forum, that is, about Once Upon a Time. And I can manage that through my iPad or Android from this app I purchased, Tapatalk. Well worth the money. Or you could look at something like a, a premium soundboard program, like Soundboard or Soundbite, and things that will give you new advantages and new chances to to make your content flow a bit better or let you do things that you couldn't do before. Also, looking back at the studio setup, you could upgrade your furniture, get a better chair, a nicer desk, position things in a more optimal way, get what you need in order to set things up the way you'd like the most. Or lastly, you could add software or equipment to take your recorded podcast and turn it into a live streaming podcast while you're recording and you can get some great community there and I've covered live streaming before. So these are all just a bunch of ideas for things you could do to bring new life to your podcast. Check out all of these and relevant links over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 76 and I'd love to hear what you think about all of that over in the comments over there at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 76 and find out what you think of these or if you have other suggestions of things that you could do or things that have worked for you for bringing new life to your podcast. You can also email me any questions for future episodes or suggestions for topics, feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or go to theaudacitypodcast.com and click the send a voice message tab, or you could also call in to 903-231-2221 and leave a message there. Please make sure that you also go to theaudacitypodcast.com, and if you're not already subscribed to the podcast in iTunes or whatever your favorite player is, then subscribe over there. And this is going to be the last time probably they'll say this, is I'm having Gordon Firemark on very soon, to talk about legal issues with podcasters. I've gotten in some great questions. Please send me any more to the feedback information of things you want to know about legal issues with your podcast, like copyright, trademark, uh, privacy policies, taxes, anything like that that you'd like to know about your podcast and legal stuff. We'll have maybe a couple or a few episodes with Gordon Firemark. And again, I'm speaking at Blog World, New York City, in the beginning of June, and I'd love to see you there. You can register for that, and please do using my affiliate link, theaudacitytopodcast.com slash blogworld, and then use this promo code to save 10%, GSPN10, GSPN10, and that's not actually an affiliate code. That's a promo code for being able to track how many people heard about this through a podcast, and it will save you 10% on your registration. So the audacitytopodcast.com slash blog world and use promo code GSPN10 to save 10% to register there. I'll be in the podcasting 101 tracks with people like Dave Jackson, Ray Ortega, even Dan Lyons from Australia will be there. So it'll be just totally awesome. And Cliff Ravenscraft is managing this whole thing. And then last thing I'll mention I've started personally blogging stuff that doesn't fit in on any of my other websites, and I'd love to have you 
a part of this as I just blog different things, either about freelancing, web design, just random thoughts on stuff over at danieljlewis.net. I couldn't get the .com and I've pretty much given up since they renewed the .com for 10 more years. So danieljlewis.net is my personal blog and you can check out some of the things that I share there if you want. If you're interested in my personal life, if you care about me as a person, then you can check out danieljlewis.net. Boy, I make you feel guilty, don't I, when I do that. So again, check out the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com. Send me feedback for future episodes or questions to ask Gordon Firemark about legal issues. Feedback at theaudacitytopodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 or go to theaudacitytopodcast.com and click the send a voice message button. Also, please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle t-h-e-r-a-m-e-n-n-o-o-d-l-e and join me when i do this live every monday at 2 p.m eastern daylight time gmt minus four over at noodle.mx slash live check out everything else over at the audacity if you need podcast cover art or web design or anything like that consulting services whatever please let me know i'd be happy to help you with that you can go to podcastcoverart.com or just send me an email through any of the other means. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thank you so much for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts like Clean Comedy, Once Upon a Time, Christian Worldview, and more at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcast.com and find all kinds of podcasts about all kinds of technology. Even Minecraft has a podcast in there over at techpodcast.com.